Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 95. We've got the normal cast here, but today we are joined by Jason at 99WhiteXJ on Instagram. And despite battling a terrible case of monkeypox, Curtis Barons on Instagram joins us as well to talk about the Web Wheelers Ball and uh, whatever else we happen to. Wait, he had monkeypox? I thought he was just ugly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I got monkeypox from Luke. That's why he's bringing it up. Oh, gotcha. I'm proud of you for, you know, figuring it all out. And then I gave it to Sam and Tommy. Yeah, it was just a weird thing that happened over the weekend, you know. Hey, man, what happens at Roush stays at Roush. Except for monkeypox. That shit definitely comes (laughs) home with you. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Well, so the reasoning that we have have both of you guys on for this episode is simply because we just didn't get to wheel with you guys this past weekend at Roush. So figured that we have you guys both on since you both got to play a little bit together. And, uh, yeah, here's the difference out of the mountain. We were... That definitely sounds like we should have gotten monkey pox. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about it. Did you break anything? Anything crazy happen? Anybody die? Like, give us the, give us a scoop. I mean, I almost died, but I'm pretty sure everybody here, except for Jason and Richie, got to witness that. You didn't almost die. Poor Nick almost uh, died. Yeah. Poor Nick almost died. I tried to kill my passenger. It's okay. I mean, survived. once a- yeah, it's it's fine. He survived. Did you die? No. So, but I am going to put it out there that I 100% blame my spotter for that. Dan? I blame oh. driver. It was a skill issue for sure. Oh, yeah, 100% skill issue. <laughs> well, we're talking about skill issues. I got to say thank you, everyone that showed up at the Web Wheelers Ball because I forgot to throw that in as well. But... There was a very minor skill issue, and I happen to think that it was a 50-50 split between driver and spotter. Nah, we'll blame it all on the driver, because the driver's an absolute idiot. He's just got a re- he's just got all the fancy parts that most of the time work out well. <laughs> so, so, who was spotting you anyways? So, okay, initially, all right, guys, I guess we should we should do some lead into this. Yeah, yeah. So, we had done Jotter's Way. Every, everything had gone well at Jotter's Way. And I think I was having issues with one of my electric fans. So Tommy and I had gone back to camp. We got that all sorted out. And we had met you guys at Trail 5 at the Hill Climbs, right? Yep. 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 Yeah, we yep. met you guys there. And uh, everybody, I, I've always wanted to try that far right side. So I was like, all right. They said other people had gone up it. Like, uh, oh, crap. Miguel had gone up it. A couple other people right before me had gone up it. I was like, you know what? It's time to try this. And so I believe Luke was my spotter to begin with, Oof. which was great. Everything was great when Luke spotted me. I didn't roll or do anything stupid. I, could, I didn't make it up, but that's not his fault. That's my fault. And then I don't even know point, about that because the only rig that actually made it up that was Miguel and Miguel's rig. No. is a got Mikey also made it up. Hang on. I'm getting there. Sorry. I'm getting up. Um, Miguel's rig is about the same wheelbase as yours, but he's a wit. Yeah. Wow. I wish I could English today. You know, you'd think that after doing this for like 95 episodes, my English would have improved. It's only gotten worse. Um, (laughs) Miguel's rig is about eight inches wider than yours, 
and a lot lighter, I believe. So that combo, like he was the only one of the long wheelbase rigs to make it up that. Yeah, it seems like the long wheelbase rigs were really having an issue with that. The shorter wheelbase ones seem to have no issue getting up that. Yeah, which is Mikey, really weird to me. If I remember right, Mikey's sitting around one ten, um, and he's about as wide, but he just kind of billy goaded up it. Although he is also a decent driver. Sometimes. Okay, okay, guys, let's just man. Is this just going to be a shit on Curtis's driving skills? No, this is no. Just like usual. To Mikey, Never. he can Never. drive. I mean, he oh, drove okay. down the fucking thing, Curtis. Let's be honest. Like, you're you're not driving down that fucking and thing. You no, are selling yourself down. short here because we did talk about this and we've watched the videos and came to the conclusion at Roush that it was not necessarily a driver fault. You just no, got in a shitty spot. Bad suspension geometry. Oh, right? yeah. Just, you, know, you can't just put links wherever the fuck you want, Curtis. You have to measure things. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, it was a joke that. So I kept saying the whole time as people are going up, and I'm like, they need a suck down. Like, if you had a suck down, it'd keep the way forward. And then Mike or Michael Pierce, whatever you want to say, was just like, nah, geometry, bro, geometry. I'm like, no, nah, a suck down would have worked. And like, no, I got schooled was... by the old dudes. <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, yeah, sorry. No, you, well, yes. Suck down winches are the equivalent to a steering stabilizer on a tie rod. You don't need one if your suspension is good enough. And that's a very, up the there's a very the first conflicting time with... <laughs> opinions on that. But I feel it. Uh, and having watched Mikey's rig, like that thing fucking works. And he doesn't doesn't need the suck down. And his his thought process on why you don't need a suck down in most cases uh, makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Uh, and so. when I guess when you may or when you build a rig like that, it is like obviously I wasn't able to do it double triangulated four link so my geometry in the front because of the engine has to get sacrificed unfortunately yeah there are you can do certain things to a certain point but like i want my front suspension to be better and i love my front suspension so there's just limits that come from having a four liter or an ls in there uh well it's just from having a full-bodied rig yeah basically Jace. The one that's not on a uh, frame or chassis. Jace, yeah. I'm sorry to drag this into the weeds, but weren't you going to do a triangulated four link at one point? I was going to, yeah. What happened with that? That just wasn't enough room. I really wasn't really willing to change my lower link mount to get everything right, so I just went three link. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. You guys with the suck down winches, though. If you guys look at any of them real high competition moon buggies and shit, every single one of them has one. Well, yeah, I mean, so it's, a, it's, it's a tool for the tool <laughs> chest, but you shouldn't need one. Yeah, absolutely. It, like, all yeah, the fucking lackeys that you see on, and I'm, obviously, I'm taking some really hard shots that probably don't need to be made, and it's no offense to yeah, anybody, but it, there's a lot of, like, buggies out there, and they're like, and Cody especially, right, he's like, use your suck down, use your suck down, it's just like people not using it in, in situations where you need it, like, yes. To be yeah. fair, though, to be fair, though, I have witnessed more times that a suck down being useful than not being useful. Just saying. I've never seen one do harm, so get fucked. <laughs> I know oh, I've never seen. They can definitely do harm. I I'm can definitely that, see when they can cause harm. <laughs> My, I mean, oh, I, oh yeah. When I was at the top of the notch, that's what made me get so jacked up. 
because my front was still sucked down and it didn't let the front axle drop down. Well, maybe I put a blind eye to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think suck downs have a really good place, especially with air shocks because of the proclivity for air shocks to unload. Or the and there's a couple of times that like Curtis could have used one, but I don't think that that was that had nothing to do, in my opinion, with the flop. What happened? Well, we didn't even tell anybody about the flop. Way to go, Luke. Way to spill the beans. I started talking about getting sucked down or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Luke comes exactly. over here like, hey, guys, you guys want to suck me down? <laughs> no, I think I was telling you to suck down. So, yeah, it's my bad. Okay. So we should, I was going to say, we should probably get back to the story, actual story, a minute. Uh, I mean, maybe. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? I don't think so. I don't know. Like, okay, so where were we? We were talking about how other people had gone up, and I've always wanted to try that line. Last year, when I was going to try that line, it just it wasn't going to happen. It was raining. Everything was shit. Anyone that was there Friday or Sunday last year saw that even the easy hill climbs on Trail 5 were freaking difficult to do. Yep. So it just wasn't going to happen on Sunday last year. So I was like, you know what? We're doing this first thing. I had everything felt great after doing Jotter's Way. So I was like, all right, this should be fine. Get up on there. Luke's spotting me. Luke's spotting me. And then what was it? Colin decided that he wanted to try spotting me because he had a different idea or different approach. And Luke just kind of backed off. And I think it was like my second attempt to get up over that big rock at the top with Colin. Yeah. And I ended up on the rock on the right side and Somebody told me to back up drawer or passenger, back up with my wheels cranked to passenger, and it put me oh, right into that big crevice. And I had no clue that my front tire was hanging in the air. Like nobody said anything to me. And as soon as I put it in drive, I felt the whole front end lift up. I threw that thing into reverse as fast as I could and mashed my foot on the gas pedal. And it went back. And I don't remember this, but. Yeah, it hit something and it sat basically right up on the bumper and then tipped over to the side and landed right on the passenger side. So I do feel bad about that. Like I had been spotting, um, what was it? I did Miguel, um, the JB, JB, the the white, yep. Sorry, I forget who bought that, but Chris's old buggy, uh, Uh, black Chris, I think is his name. No, Black Mark? I don't know. What? I, I don't ask. I don't know. He's white, but they call him Black something. Like, it's weird. I don't know. Black Mark, like, as in bad luck? Um, Maybe. But he was just not having it. So I had been up there yelling down to the drivers, because whenever I'm spotting, I try and yell, and my voice was killing me. So Colin hops in and he starts spotting and I'm trying to just kind of like, you know, let him go through the motions. I turn around to go get up the hill a little bit and Colin's yelling at him and then uh, they backed it up. And I saw when the flop actually happened that like the rear suspension started to unload a bit. That was the front. The front unloaded. No, the front the was already unloaded. I'm talking about the rear. When you stopped moving backwards before it went over, oh, the rear yeah. 
like unloaded a bit, which to me said that it diffed out with momentum behind it because it takes a decent bit to get ORIs to unload like that. Yeah. You know, and if you watch in the video, you can see the tires are moving and then it stops, but the tires kept moving and like the whole body just came up and over the face. Yeah, and then it just slammed down. Like I, that, I've rolled that thing probably five, six times now, and that one hundred percent was the hardest hit I've ever taken in that thing. And it definitely shows it too. I don't think a single yeah. other one of those rolls, other than the one at Harlan, the one at Harlan kind of like dented the tube a little bit. But I mean, this one crushed that tube in about six inches. The one at Harlan was pretty soft. Yeah, it was. I mean, more like a slide flop. Yeah, I was going to say Jason like can attest slid. to that. Yeah, he kind of like slid and tipped over. Yeah, and that tree caught us too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we would have ended up on the lid, 100%. But even if we'd gone over to the lid, it would have just sucked that we went end over end. It wasn't actually like, it wouldn't have been that, or, you know, right, yeah, wrong side up. Uh, it wouldn't have been that violent of a flop, I feel like, because there wasn't the momentum of the nose literally coming over and then going to the side. Yeah, I mean that that was that was that's a lot of time. I still remember it, and there was a lot of time between when I had the chance to tell Nick, "Oh fuck, we're going over right now," and when we actually hit the ground. I mean, there was a decent amount of time there. It wasn't like it was super quick, but when we hit, it hit hard. There was a solid three, four seconds of hang time. Yeah, like and I, not to I mention, still... you rolled onto the cage, then dropped another two feet onto the cage. You didn't have any squish. It was just straight cage to cage. Yeah, so I think that might play yeah. a factor in how hard that roll really was. Yeah, and it yeah sliding backwards and then hitting again. Yeah landing sliding and hitting again if it wasn't for that tree that would have been one hell of another roll down that yeah, hill you had been onto dirt at that point so it wouldn't have been as bad i yeah but the fact bit. you landed on the apex of that rock or very close to it with your halo as well wasn't helping anything no that's very valid as well i mean there's basically a tombstone rock in it that tombstone hit that door and that cage right there because the door's all crushed in and so is the cage. Yeah, Nick's pretty lucky that it wasn't about a few feet back. A, for the simple fact of that tombstone rock, like slamming into him. Yes, it would have probably saved your cage a little bit because it would have hit on the B, but also you would have missed that tree. So honestly, kind of yeah. is best case scenario in all regards, sadly. Yeah, it, it, it sucks, but it was honestly the best outcome. And I was talking about this with someone else. Even if I had had a door bar in there, if I had landed on the apex of that rock with a door bar in there, it Nick still probably would have been going to the hospital. Oh, for sure. I, mean, I don't I, I don't I don't I do not doubt for a minute that it would have literally broken that uh or crushed that uh door bar in just as far as it did that too because a door bar would yeah, have been but completely unsupported yes and no though because you got to remember if like there was no door bar and hit his leg that's full force to the leg at least the yes. metal is going to take a little bit of the crush factor away from yeah, yeah but, but the, the metal, 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 metal pushes into the leg but the metal yeah. pushes into the leg and then stays there yeah I but it's not really like it's, it's not like knives it's i mean i don't know like i i, I that's a 
who knows how that could go but that's yeah true. We, I, we all have our legs we can ask colin how he broke his leg maybe he can fill us in i don't uh, know trees uh so trees are trees are strong um, yeah trees don't move don't trees know. are strong oh, they do. is not but rocks are strong. Even as many, <laughs> trees are strong colin does not even with as many instagram photos as he takes flexing <laughs> 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 Shots fired. Jesus. I really hope he listens to this. He that. won't, but we'll make him listen to that part. <laughs> yeah, the funniest thing is he won't listen to it because he normally doesn't do podcasts. And then someone will tell him that this happened, most likely. Yeah. Yes. Great. I uh, love that. Yeah. So that was a really crap roll of all of the what? things that happened. And I'm kind of sad because that was like the only time that we got to wheel together. I know. It really was. Other than, well, you weren't there Sunday. Otherwise, you would have done Crucible. Or we would have at least been around to watch everyone go through Crucible. I think, Graham, were you helping me get through Crucible? Yes. Or was that Colin? I was. Yeah, okay, you were when I was off to the far right. Yes. Okay. So, you know, we go from the roll Friday to Sunday. I feel like we're missing something in the middle here. Yeah, well, let's, let's the whole the day I wielded. Yeah, the, basically the whole day that I wielded Jason and Nick. That was fun. That was a good. I mean, we went to the what the northeast portion of the park, right, Jason? That's what it's called. Yeah, we started there. I think it was lower and upper and lower talisman. Are we seeing those other guys? The guy flipped over as soon as we came around that corner. Yep. Yeah, that was lower talisman was fun. So how did the how did the jeep do, uh, running wise though afterwards? It was fine. I mean, we pulled the plugs immediately. One was there was there was probably not enough oil in it to hydro lock. I probably could have started it. Yeah, but okay. you don't want to chance that. Like, I'm not, not chancing it. it. I'm not chancing it on the first freaking day. As much as... Oh, you're not gonna hydro lock it. The starter will hydro locked it at Harlan. Yeah, Graham. Where were you at Harlan? Yeah, because you don't your rings don't have it's not a real gap. hydro you lock. Yeah, your fucking rings, boy. That's not a real high. If it could start afterwards, after and not knock like a motherfucker, that's not a no. real hydro lock. Like that's no, <laughs> hydro lock means that there's fluid in the engine and it locks. I it know off. what it fucking means, but I'm saying like your hydro lock and it goes and then shoots a fucking rod out the side because of all the compression. That so, actually just it, happened to my brother's pickup truck. He went away on vacation and came back and went to go to the gym and started the truck. It ran for like three seconds and then spit the rod out of the side of the block. That's a real hydro lock. manifold gasket went bad, and all the antifreeze leaked into the the one front cylinder. No shit. Um, but Cody at Harlan, he went to go and start it, and it went like it almost almost cracked off too. Stopped. Yeah, like it stopped enough that it sheared one of the bolts for the starter off. We're sure it wasn't just a bad uh, battery. Come on, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, have you checked your uh, flex plate recently? Maybe it's missing a tooth. No, because everything's fine with it now. No, it literally sheared. Spot. It literally sheared the bolt for the starter off. Jesus. That's how hard yeah. it hit. Yeah, bad starter. It, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's just blame everything. How did it not break the ear of the starter off before? I, I don't know. 
What the hell? That's a I think, I think what it did some foul play it, going on oh. here. <laughs> shitty started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was Bad probably bolt. a shitty China, bolt, to be honest. Yeah, China made bolts. <laughs> Grade six. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure was, I'm pretty sure it was the socket and caps grind stolen from work, so that's probably why, bro. Oh, so it was just junk. You put like a piece of shit in there and I put grade ten point nine in there. What are you talking about? Ten point nine. That's not class ten. Made up. It's Blast plastic. <laughs> yeah, it's plastic bolts. Yeah, I got be. it. I got it. This, the uh, plastic bolts are the same ones that I put in my pinion guard. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> no uh, wonder the fucking pinion guard broke. <laughs> oh, you had to ruin it, Cody. <laughs> so, funny. yeah. Um, you guys did, what was it? Lower talisman, upper talisman. I was watching um, Tommy's video. What is he? Twin stick off-roads his YouTube? Yes. Yeah, that's a good video. Yeah, the video from that weekend is really, really good. He did a great job with it. But uh, uh were you, were you well, in okay, no, yeah, I was. Yeah, that's cool. Because I I wheeled with Tommy most of the day Friday, and then most of the day Sunday. I just said yeah. wheel with him on Saturday because I was with Jason and Nick. But like yeah. the lower talisman that you see from uh, Tommy is all stuff that we did on sunday that wasn't saturday so i ran lower ta lower and upper talisman twice but we ran oh. the stuff we did sunday i wish yeah stuff we did sunday was incredible so is upper talisman the one where it's got that big v rock and you're like driving over the baby or like the six inch diameter rocks to get up to it ah hi it's got like a like a rock bed on the side of a hill. There is a big rock at the top of it that you got to go. You can either go over or like to the left oh, or to the right. Yeah, you got to shoot in between it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. I really, XJ. What was it? Two years ago. Yeah, because I really struggled getting like. Okay, so the line I took with you, Jason, Saturday. Yeah, that was I a good trail. Was actually pretty funny. What? Uh, the upper talisman. Oh God. And Curtis almost ran over Nick and I. We went running. Oh, Jesus Christ. I wish that would have gotten our video. Oh, that was uh, hilarious. Me and Nick hilarious. were freaking just scrambling away. He moved these huge boulders, too, after that. I was standing on this rock that was like, I don't know, 10 foot around, and it started sliding down the hill. <laughs> I have a habit of making rocks move. It just made the trail to fit him. Yep, I make the trails fit me. But yeah, I still remember that. Jason's like, okay, just hammer on it here. And I hammered on it and the front end bounced up and then like shot over to the side. And I was literally facing head on with Nick and Jason at this <laughs> point. And I just see them both just like run in opposite directions. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> They're like, all right, not that much gas. <laughs> yeah, not that much. Just that was a little bit too much. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> You know what's wrong with it? I ain't got no gas in it. No, it's got too much goddamn gas in it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just that has a weak hard drive. Enough gas. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, you guys ran those two, right? And then from there, 
did we meet up with you at the V notch after you guys ran those, or did you no, run we, what, more? What else? Yeah. We did Crawl Daddy. Yeah. Uh, Otter's Way or Otters? Yeah, it's otters. just Otters. Yeah, it's Otters, and then we did Crawl Daddy. It's otters is like back towards the end of Rock Creek. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture from Otters. I'm pretty sure you guys otters. have seen it. Yeah, I've never even heard of that trail. I don't it's a short trail, but it's pretty good. It's a lot of like big loose rocks. Yep. And my friend Nick decided to uh turtle the fuck out of my Jeep because I let him drive that. And uh oh, dang, where's the picture? Never got a shitload of pictures from that day. Yeah, he got some really good pictures from that. Yeah, the kid the, oh, here the kid we go. With family with Nick. All right, guys, yeah. look at the Look in the chat a minute. I think I sent it. Did you? Uh, which one? Podcast I chat. I don't see There's it. So many. Uh, try again. It's not letting me send. Oh, I wonder if I can't send in the podcast chat. I'll send it in general. Oh, yeah. No, you can't. This is just an audio chat. You, you got to put it in the text chat. No, I was doing it in the actual chat because there is actually a chat for it. You guys can see a no, picture. That gets into weird Discord permissions and podcast things and whatnot. But yeah. all right, well, I guess it's not letting me send a picture. Oh, so you're just bad. Yeah, you're just an embed. messengers. Come on, old man. Pull it together. Yeah, Fucking I'll send it. I'll send in lonely boys so you guys can see it. But this is this is impressive that he got this thing to do this. Let's see where the heck is that picture now. Now he lost a goddamn photo. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you even had the photo to begin with? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I don't I, think he, I just sent it in Lonely Boys. All right, let's go check this shit. Don't they? Oh, well, your problem is you pointed the diff right at the rock. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Honestly. Like I said, I'm like, I have a tendency with this thing to just completely and utterly move every single rock out of my way so <laughs> where so was my the question, line curtis my, my question is is your passenger tire full contact or is that no. up in the air a little i'm pretty sure that was up in the air completely or maybe just ever so slightly on it so essentially for the people that can't see this picture um the differential is set up on I don't know what the size of the rock would be, but it looks to be about close to a 36-inch tall rock, and it's just chilling there. The passenger tire is not on the ground. Driver's the tire's tire is not on the ground. The rear tires are on the ground. Yeah, they're they're just like the level of bad driving that's going on here. Hey, you know what the best part impressive is? Impressive and saddening. I wasn't driving, so... I... <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter who is driving. There's just some bad driving going on right here. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was hilarious because I was trying to get him around it, and like I just couldn't get him into the right spot to get around. I was like, you know what? Just try driving over it, see what happens. And it literally just takes that rock because the side that's up against the um ram mount was the side that would he would have hit first. So it literally took that rock and tipped it up on end, and. And then he literally just kept going, and it pushed it all the way up and over. 
I know exactly what you're talking about. It was when I first walked up. When that rock first flipped up, his tires, both tires were friggin' three feet in the air off the ground. Yeah, it, that's because he was literally, yeah. before the picture got taken, picture he was do, sitting. The, he yeah. was sitting on the, the rock was on the bottom of the differential. It wasn't on the ram mount. <laughs> yeah. That's that would have been a disaster. But, uh, yeah, Otter's Trail is, it's a good trail. It's not, it, it's like Rock Creek, but not as long and not as crappy either. Are you trying as, to, like, not sell the trail or something like, here? I don't know. Jason, am I explaining that pretty good? saying that it's like yeah, it's pretty good it's I mean, you know, it, like you go down rock creek and it's kind of like got a path to it a little bit it's just annoying because it's a lot of rocks that you're just bouncing over kind of otters is like a lot of really big rocks that are spaced far apart so if you pick the wrong line you're going to get wedged up in between the rocks whereas yeah. like for the most part rock creek you really can't do that because there's so many rocks yeah you can basically just back up turn a little bit driver a little bit passenger and you're going to make it over yeah Otters, you get hung up pretty quick because of the way they are. It's a lot of like shark fin. We call them shark fins or tombstones, rocks like that. Too. Yeah. Huh. So it, it that was one of the things is he kind of got himself into that situation. Now, granted, it was some my fault because I was trying to point him in a direction to avoid it, and it just it it wasn't going to work. And by that time, he couldn't back up far enough to get around it anymore. Why didn't he just smash the hatch like you did, trying to back up? Hey, you shut the devil, fuck up. That's Graham's devil's fault. Devil's Den or Lion's, Lion's Den, whatever. Den. That's Graham's fault. That will yep, forever be fault. Graham's fault. Yeah. You're Not good. You're good. You're good. That. Crunch. You weren't going to make it with the hatch. I was just helping the <laughs> mandate off. You know what? It, it, it didn't matter if I smashed the shit out of the hatch on that rock or not trying to get around that corner because as soon as we got between that tree and the rock, I, that thing got completely fucked up anyways. Oh, yeah. Jason actually just showed me this video not too long ago. When you go through there, it just it rails itself against that tree. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't have back glass and you catch that tree just right, it's getting stuck in your rear window area. And even if you get past it, if you have to back up at all, it, and as soon as you get past it, your Jeep tips back down and you have to smash that uh, passenger rear corner and to get around that tree. That's funny. It almost ripped the the hatch off the back of mine. It got caught on the, the seam of it. Yeah, that's nasty. But uh, so we did Otter's Way or Otter's or Otter's Way. I don't remember which one it actually is. And then we went up to Crawl Daddy, which Jason and I both made it over the big rock. Nick didn't make it over the big rock, right? I don't think he did. No, he had to go around. Not all the yeah. people sitting there fixing that, uh, whatever it was, Twitter or something. They well, had a okay, so there's these two girls, a there's these and... two girls sitting there watching their boyfriends or husbands or whatever fix their uh, Land Cruiser or Toyota or whatever it is. And they tell they sit there and they're telling Nick and I to hug the tree going up and over the rock. Nick didn't hug the tree at all. I decided to walk up there and hug that tree. And it literally just went like right up and over that big ass rock. Well, yeah, because it was like there's less of a undercut on the tree side, isn't it? Isn't the uh -huh. right side? The, yeah, the right side is the huge undercut. Yeah. But I just wanted to go over the top of the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jason just sat up on top of it. I think we ended up having to rock it back and forth at one point. 
Nick, uh, Nick, off of it. Yeah, Nick, we, Nick did that. Yeah. <laughs> he was stuck on it. We had him. It was me, Curtis, and then a couple of the other people that were there pushing him. Yeah, yeah, I think, pushing him off, too. I think it was like Pam Bianco and freaking Tim. Tim like threw his shoulder into it and that Jeep started moving. I was like, oh, yep, that is definitely not somebody I want to make angry. Yeah, yeah, he's not a small boy, so I'm not surprised by <laughs> no, that. He's <at> all. not. <laughs> but uh yeah, that was fun. And then we got out of there. We went to what was it, Crawler's Ridge after that? Yeah. Where uh, Nick where Nick's friend yeah. broke his steering. Yeah, so what was it? Nick let his buddy Eric drive on try to get up over Crawler's Ridge the hard line. And this dude like hammers on it and like wedges the um, front tire on the opposite side of the rock. And then like on the inner rock or the rock on the passenger side, uh, it wedged on the inside of it. So he's like completely and utterly stuck. And it's just completely wedged in there and it blew the steering box apart. (laughs) So that was interesting to try to get out of there. Oh yeah, And these random ass guys that we've seen like four times that day. Yep. Came out of nowhere with a high lift jack and all. And he's like, oh, you got to do this. And just stuck the high lift jack in the wheel. Curtis wenched him backwards as we lifted the wheel up over the rock. Like we've seen those guys legit like four or five times. We've seen him on the northern property a couple of times. We've seen him on the the east property a couple of times. And I'm like, are you guys following us? (laughs) I think they were. (laughs) They were just so random. It was always the same guys, too. Because I remember the one guy, he was like a... Shooter, heavy set guy, and he had a, a picture on the back of his Jeep of him with blue oh. hair and blue shirt on. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, God about that. Repeat that. One of the guys had a picture of himself on the tire cover on the back of his Jeep of him in it with blue hair and a blue shirt on. <laughs> I don't know if it was photoshopped or taken for real or what. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> fucking jk yeah. guys yeah and then like <laughs> trying to get nick or being in the back watching jason trying to pull nick out to the um area where we can get to or where nick could have gotten to with his truck to get the jeep loaded up was just absolutely hysterical to watch jason kept like or nick kept basically like driving into trees and shit because he could barely steer I can't tell you the amount of times I'm sitting there like, oh, Jason's going to drive him right into that tree right now. The back up a couple times and pull him around. <laughs> yeah, literally, he's like, yeah, he kept just telling him to hit the brakes and then he'd just pull him sideways. <laughs> oh, that was, that was some interesting content for sure to watch from behind. <laughs> I feel like so, you do a lot of watching from behind, Curtis. Only when I'm with you, Richie. Whoa, you ain't never been near me. <laughs> Where did we go after that? Once we got Nick out, is that when we went to the notch? I think uh, we went back to camp first because we had met up with Trevor at, or in the playground and then yeah, we went to the notch right away. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I told, so I called cool. Colin, told him where I was going. And I didn't realize how many people were with you guys because it was like, 20 people just came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because we stopped at, uh, what was, what did we, what was it that we stopped at? The really steep uh, walk in the park. Yeah, walk in the park. 
The only yep. thing about that that kind of sucked was that I had to back out a cemetery. But other than oh, that, yeah. it was definitely worth going down there. Oh, and Cody almost dying. Nah, it's besides the point. <laughs> Cody yeah. almost died last year riding down Walk in the Park with me, too. He no. almost, almost died. No, we, we did great. I coached you through it. I held your hand, and we went right down to no problem. <laughs> Until I had to make that corner. Going down, it was fine. The corner was the issue. No, the corner was great. And you did a weird ass line out of that corner. I think you got nervous or something because you didn't have me there to hold your hand. Yeah, I definitely I definitely took a weird way out of that this year. I was not gonna play that game with Nick riding with me. Yeah, it was funny because yeah, I saw JB or somebody was down there like watching you and you had him like move, and I'm like, why the fuck is he having a move? He's going so far left, just go straight. But then I yeah, you are I know Nick was a little I don't know, not nervous, but he was a little riled gunshot. up after yeah, gunshot yeah. is a good word for it. Gunshot is a great word for it. Which I kind of felt bad because like he was like, you yeah. know, if I broke my leg, like, dude, I can't afford that. I'm sitting here thinking none of us could afford it, but it's all a part of it. Like, yeah, we could go out there and anybody could hurt themselves doing this. Like, it's all a part of it. And it's kind of crazy to think that people outside the sport don't realize that you can actually get fucked up doing this stuff. Like, I mean, so what that weekend at Crandon, what one, two people died. Crandon. Uh, it was an ultra four race in Wisconsin. Um, shit, at least one person died at it. That drivers are pa- are like spectators because spectators are retarded. So no, I can it absolutely was driver, see it was a driver. It was a okay. driver, and I mean that guy had all the best safety. I mean it was an ultra four car, so he had all the best wow. safety equipment possible, and he basically just kept going like end over and ended up passing away from the injuries. Can't wow. remember what his name was. There was another one too that the people were in critical condition in the hospital from that same thing. Like that, that race there was absolutely insane. But scary. Yeah. Like I don't think a lot, yeah, a lot of people don't realize how dangerous any of the stuff that we do. Because, like, hell, okay, let's say I had that door on the Jeep and I had landed on that door on that tombstone. That door's getting crushed right into him. That door's not stopping anything. No, it's going to be as as, uh, as it would be as like knives just stabbing into him at that <laughs> point because it's not going to be clean metal. That's what damn. No, sure it's not. And you got all the glass in the window and everything. Yeah, it's crazy to think uh, about, honestly. Like, yeah, it, it's not. It's not a safe thing to do. It's not a safe hobby at all. Not no, a but safe you can... hobby. But you can have a heart attack taking a shit. So, like, who really fucking cares, honestly? YOLO. <laughs> you know, I guess... Quitting is like- not something you should be YOLOing, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should probably shit more often than once. <laughs> right, no, that's not the term. YOLO is you only live once, not you only shit once. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> you know, down the road, I would like to see more people starting to put some more, like decent first aid stuff in their rigs but other than that yeah and toilet paper territory and tampons Cody yes. should have asked. i had a roll of toilet paper in my oh eye. no i didn't have to poo i needed to oh. puke oh yeah <laughs> did you Cody got himself a little dehydrated yeah yeah, hey, man. Light, actually no, no, you gave me a gatorade you gave me like your last gatorade and i was so thankful for it that shit saved my life so i appreciate that Hey, man, Me? there's a reason. And then I gave you a Pedialyte yeah. in the morning. That's where that came from. No, you didn't get me Pedialyte. 
That was I thought me. I gave you one of the. No. Oh, you gave him a PD like because he was puking the night before. Yeah, because fucking Dan got in my face and I was already really, really fucked up at that point. And I literally, he got in my face. I turned around and walked to the bushes and puked immediately. <laughs> but it, tell tell the tell the group of what you said to yourself as you were going to smoke the giggle grass. What'd you say to yourself? No, no, it was as Nick and I were walking over from Tommy's trailer. We're like, we both turned to each other and said, yeah, we're not going to take a hit of the bong. If I take a hit of this bong, I am going to get sick. And we got down there and we sat down, Colin ripped the thing out, filled it up. And I was like, I'm going to take a hit. I took a hit and it was like 10 seconds after I took that hit, I thought to myself, oh, fuck, I'm going to puke. God damn it. Why did I do this to myself again? <laughs> you know, funny thing about that is I've been wheeling with Colin. What is it? The last three times I have not taken a hit off of that bong. It's probably the safer option. That thing is ridiculous. No, I it did in Tennessee. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, you definitely did in Tennessee. Because you and I did at one point together. Oh, that's crazy. You were in Tennessee with us? I didn't remember not that. Not Tennessee. Sorry, Kentucky. You did in Kentucky. I did in Kentucky. Um, but not like after we got to the event that happened at my house. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think we got to get jace involved at some point because he was there for that so yeah tell us about the notch jason good time harlan are you talking about Luke? no the notch v notch. No, the notch yeah that was a, that was uh i tried that trail sh shit probably five years ago but my jeep was still like nice and i was buying doors to replace doors that I had scuffed up and then that trail was the was the downfall of my jeep me not just caring <laughs> how much did you have to fuck up for you to go eh it's too too far gone uh the whole passenger quarter like it it trashed just, the door it trashed the window it trashed the, the quarter and all just like graham uh guide you through lion's den that's the <laughs> point <laughs> you already right. care about your I think that was at that point back yeah it's so much more fun not caring Oh, absolutely. Oh, I got some metal screw it. Yeah, and like I when I watched Jamie do that V notch, what was the first year we went? After watching him do that, I thought to myself, I'm like, there's no way in fucking hell I'm gonna try doing this. That's <laughs> stupid. Well, what about and, it did made you was it like oh the, it was the, the way that it was what, or like what? No, it was what he did or what he ended up doing where he basically ended up uh falling into it sideways and was riding the cage on the rock that your driver's side would be on. Yeah. Your driver's uh, side? Yeah, yeah. On the driver's side. Like it was, it wasn't like Miguel's where it was driver's yeah. side up. Miguel's. The driver's side was down. Yeah. 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 Which was, it, I mean, that just scared the crap out of me. It's like, Oh man, I'm going to absolutely destroy this thing. If I try doing that and end up in that situation. To be fair, but, if you dragged your driver's side, coming out of the notch would be easier, right? Yes. Because then you wouldn't have to dig up and over those those like two rocks that are kind of piss poorly placed there. They're not actually placed, yeah. but they're they're there. But yeah, it was. Jason, oh, sorry, guys. You're good. Uh, it was just I don't know. It was really cool to actually see just how. I'm going to say this and it's going to sound really shitty, but to see how easy that actually was to do with the right spotter. Well, yeah, spotter when you have, 
Yeah. <laughs> when well, I was gonna say when you have Jace who already did it right beforehand, it does help. But then Jace was also giving kudos to Nick who got him through it. So yeah, Nick was Nick was on point with the with the spotting on that. Nick guided Curtis too. He didn't. I didn't tell Curtis where to go. Oh yeah, really? Nick, Nick was spotting me through it. Yeah, I think Jason yeah. at one point said a couple of things, but it wasn't. Yeah, no, just, it was for the most part. It was just Nick. That was one of those times where everyone just politely sat back and shut the fuck up and let it happen. Well, nobody so, else knew how to fucking get anybody through that spot. Yeah, <laughs> like, two weeks ago, and he tried it. That's why he knew how to yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, what was, was so different for me. you this time compared to last? Five years, stickies, oh. LS, another 10 inches of stretch and coilovers. Yeah, that's a pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good answer. Yeah, that's a solid answer. <laughs> I, I think say five years ago, though. The tires made ago. the biggest difference. Good, sorry. Yeah, I would say five years ago, I didn't even have a rig. Wow, yeah, that was the very start of mine. Wow, five years ago, I had a shitty '96 Cherokee <laughs> that I was junk driving in the woods with. <laughs> Five years ago, I had yeah. my ZJ. Oh, wow. I don't remember what I had. Big man, you can't afford it. <laughs> so, just wanted to apologize to everybody that we're talking over one another. <laughs> Sometimes when we're all talking, <laughs> it's turning into a jumbled mess. So, I do apologize. We're all like politely waiting, and then somebody goes, <laughs> yeah. like, everybody goes at the same time. <laughs> it's like it's like sitting at a stop sign or a four way stop sign, and everybody yeah. wants to go. And then you just keep going, and everybody just keeps inching closer and closer. <laughs> <laughs> you got the one person that just blows the stop sign. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, Jason, so la last time you went through it, did you get, you went into a, what, you said passenger drop down or was a driver that dropped down for you? I got in just like pretty much how Miguel was. Mm -hmm. uh, to the passenger side down in there. I got my driver's side tire way too high up on that ridge line. And you got to keep it to where just your sidewalls on there. That's where I kept screwing up. And uh, Miguel's buggy for some reason it just did not want to stay down or or like have its sidewall against that wall either. For some reason, his his buggy just wanted to keep getting up on top of that ridge line. And that's why he ended up sideways in there. It just did not want to stay down. I don't know if it's because of the wheelbase and the it being shorter than Curtis and I, and it just wanted to pull itself up onto there. Mm -hmm. well, that's hard to say. It's so much. It's crazy how you can have rigs that are so pretty, so close to each other, but yet a couple inches difference is such a big difference. Yeah, I was going to say it must just, he wasn't in the same line as you guys. Must have been slightly yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time he realized it, it was too late because what what did I reset completely out of there like three times? Oh, yeah. Once before you're I up finally there, got it right. <laughs> you're not resetting. Yeah. Once you're up there, you're <laughs> not coming that. back down. Even though, yeah, you have to genuinely, it, like... that, that wouldn't have been all terrible to like go back down. Yeah, ask so Graham. back down once you're up there. Yeah, Grandpa, how was that? It sorry, sucks when you're on leaf what? springs. What am I doing? When you had to back down. Oh, yeah. it wasn't bad at all. I mean, my leaf spring stopped me from going yeah. down and then suddenly would let go and then I could go again and uh, I could back off. And suddenly I think you had that was one probably last... like... God, sorry. 
Oh, yeah, I was going to say, then suddenly you had one left, one last leaf spring. Two. <laughs> one last exactly. leaf in the pack. That, that leaf spring's still going strong. Uh, the Surprisingly, the or not surprisingly, the bracket should have left the chat at Roush. Um, oh, yeah. They should have been uh, fucking gone. They weren't. I, I I wheeled them last weekend, just just doing easy shit, and they finally let go. Where did <laughs> you go last weekend? I was at a fall crawl. Oh, did you take Sean's pass? No, I had my own. I was a, oh. I I was a volunteer. Right? What's the word? I think that's the word. Uh, I I was doing gunning for one of the blue trails they had. Uh, was so that forest? Hmm. Was that field and forest? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so the yeah, place I wheeled, I didn't wheel Field and Forest. I just camped at Field and Forest. I was going to wheel on Sunday, but then I looked at those brackets and decided that I really didn't want to drag my ass off a lake trail and look like a dumbass. Um, so I was just going to go home and be sad about it. But uh, realistically, would it have broken off? Maybe. But it was still holding on there. It was just way more detached than it had been before. Uh but yeah, they're fucked now. Leaf Spring's still going good. I have some spares, but I'm I'm not overly concerned about it yet. When that piece of Leaf Spring came off there, it was like a bullet just oh, I know. around off the <laughs> The video over still gets me. Crazy. <laughs> Pow! Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> it sounded nasty. I don't. I didn't know yeah. what the hell that was when that popped. Uh. And the weirdest thing was the first the rock that did it wasn't the rock I expected it to be. It was actually like so when I looked at the video or you looked at the obstacle, you look at where you're lining up and getting into the V notch and there's this one rock that's kind of pointy. It's a tombstone rock that looks like it's right at the right spot for the leaf spring. And it is, but that's not the one that did it. The one before that, I was just backing in and out uh before even really being on the ledge. And it grabbed on the rock behind that, and then it just set everything up for failure. So, annoying. Yeah, it broke one, then it bent another on like a 90, right? It, it yeah, actually yeah, messed yeah. up two yep. springs. Okay. It, it broke the third one down, and the second one was just not happy about anything. <laughs> Did it break it right at that, what do they call the little things that hold the stack of springs together? Yep. That actually held, it stayed together? Uh, yeah, I don't know how, but it did. There must have been a ton of force on that thing to bend. Oh yeah, like to break that. Yeah, that's a lot of force to break that leaf spring. They're hard. They're a great material to make knives out of. So yeah, yeah. Grain gave uh, the old notch hell too. You were you were uh, uh, one good. good bounce away from making it up. It. I know. I mean, really, if, together, I had, even... if I had stickies, I, I think I would have made it up the first half. God knows what would have happened in the second half, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that far. It was a lot of fun, though. It was a cool obstacle. Yeah, definitely. It's like seeing the videos don't really do it justice because it's on the top of a hill, too. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. see the hill that it's on top of. It looks kind of lame when you just look at the video because it's it. you're looking at the hill and it looks flat. It looks like you're just yeah, gonna, on a flat plane going up this this rock and it's just not at all what it is. And it's hard to see how big that ledge is that you have to climb with your right hand tire. It's like, shit, it's at least four and a half feet, five foot tall. You got to climb this big old ledge. It's like undercut kind of too. Yeah, and then you know Nick had us hitting it at a certain way, so you'd kind of go up it with with both sides, right? I don't. Yeah. It's a 
Yeah, kind of had that. He had to hit the V like perfectly straight on. You couldn't come in on an angle. And that's yeah. where I screwed up the first time. The first time I tried, I kept trying to keep my driver's side tires, both front and rear, on that little lip that sticks out of there. And and you can't. You got to just jam, just wedge the whole rig in there into the V and then go off it. Use that force of it being wedged in the V to help you climb. All I know is that by saying no, I saved myself plenty of embarrassment. No, you would have been <laughs> fine. I think you could have done it. Oh, 100%. He has. He oh. doesn't have the leaf spring problem. Yeah, you've got DOTs, but with enough brute force and ignorance and no leaf springs to break, uh, I don't know what's... And enough loop driving back. skill. Exactly. Well, that's non-existent, and judging from... What was found when I got back to the parking lot with that cracked ear, that axle shaft would have just left the chat. Mm. Not necessarily. There's a good chance for it, but I mean, you don't need to right. just destroy axle shafts. To you're really, especially at Roush, there's not a lot of hill killing required here. You're you're just looking to get the tire traction. You don't need to I be gunned. Never broken that many axle shafts in a weekend, even with a Dana third. It's amazing I what broke... traction does, but that's why you don't need to, you know, destroy your uh, gas pedal <laughs> trying to get up things. These are it. amazing. If anything, you mm -hmm. actually it. Sometimes it feels like you hurt yourself, right? Because you're you're like you have traction; it's right there, but you're spinning your wheels too damn fast to actually grab. Uh, it, yep. It's kind of weird i don't know uh that's one of those times when i really do like having double low like that because it really does stop you from uh being able to spin your tires too quickly yep. but then other times it fucking sucks because you do like at arlen i don't think i I rarely ever use double low because we needed wheel speed there <laughs> yeah. everything needed wheel speed yeah everything you're saying wheel. i was gonna say curtis but you were saying when you climbed the notch that You've never been on an obstacle that stopped your wheels from spinning when you were hitting the gas. Yeah, that was the first. Right. I forgot about that. Like when I was trying to get up the notch at one point, that was the first time in double low that I have ever had it where it literally would not spin the tires. Yeah, uh, you guys got to it. Don't happen to me. That, I mean, that's a lot of freaking gear. Okay, yeah, that's a lot of stress. Yeah, that's a lot of stress. I'm really surprised, especially because we found a picture that shows that that pinion guard was broken at that point in time, that that pinion did not eject itself doing that in that situation right there, because that's a shit ton of force. Hell yeah. yeah. Everything that 4 has got <laughs> into your whole drive arm. Yeah. It did yeah. The first time I tried bad. it, I had 4 to 1. I had a Rubicon case with the 4-0. And I got up in there just like Curtis was, and it just went. <laughs> it didn't want to spin the tires, and that was even with DOT tires. It, there's something yeah. ominous about like being able to feel the tension on the drivetrain. Like it's it's not yep. really describable, but it's like it's you not really feel it in your body and through the whole. Thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just so much energy not going anywhere. <laughs> You're like something's gonna break. Something's gonna break. I better yeah. off the gas. <laughs> And you know that when it goes to break, it's not going to be just like a gentle little like 
you know, break. It's not going to be like splitting a U-joint cap. It's going to be like the whole U-joint just shears. One of them. Shafts, output shafts. I would have guessed output shaft or a pinion or something. Well, you probably got lucky that you had low transmission fluid, so it's just the torque converter crying itself to death in there. <laughs> I didn't have low transmission fluid. I mean, what other answer if it was if you had a standard like if you had a manual vehicle that what else what's called? Oh yeah, if I, if I had a standard, they probably would have kept stalling. Fair enough. Or the clutch I mean, was it, actually, or legitimately, I think twice or two or three times on that when I let off of the gas, it stalled. Wow. That's that some, that's some real effort there. You gotta yeah. install your automatic. <laughs> like, and it was like a legitimate stall too, because like when that thing stalls, it'll rip that steering wheel out of your hand. If you're trying to turn and it stalls out, it'll like rip the steering wheel right out of your hand with that uh whatever that uh full hydro. Yeah, because yeah. basically because I had like the tires cranked all the way one way and they were wanting to get pulled straight, so that when it let go, it just pulled the tires straight. It's kind of that's a crazy amount of force too, if you yeah. think about it, because you're moving a closed hydraulic system. You know those hydraulic lines, if I remember right, uh, the high pressure off the power steering is like twenty five hundred psi. That sounds about right. So you know you're putting 2500 psi into the system and if it's able to fight that and just shove it around you know you're talking more psi exerted on the ram than that that's like wild yeah i know like i said like i'm really surprised that that did not break anything because that was uh that's a lot of force to get that jeep to just i've never had it before where it just stalled out basically I wish mine would have ran right because I kept getting into situations where over the weekend it was going to, it would have climbed if like instead of um, bogging out, it would have like just, you know, ran normally. Yeah. Well, how was Jeep running weird? Mine? Yeah. Yeah, just problems. Hunters uh, most likely. Yeah, I think it's got a bad mass airflow or uh, manifold air pressure. So, does it have uh, danger to manifold? Yeah, danger to manifold, danger to manifold. <laughs> Something like honestly, that. when it was lean popping, I'm sure it was getting close to saying danger to manifold. Like, oh, probably. It was, I was feeling pistons. It was, I don't think it was lean popping. I think that thing was dumping fuel because no, being behind I'm... it. No, when I was behind you guys on the way to Jotter's way, right away, first thing, and it would started running like crap. All I could smell was raw fuel. Correct. Because the I... timing was off and it was only igniting once the fuel was already in the exhaust. Okay. Was... Yeah. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. It really sounded like. Driver. It sounded well, like Danny Doofab's fucking uh, SRT Manchi, and it was just like, bah, 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 bah. like it was. Isn't that his name? Isn't that his name? It's don't. It's, it's close. don't. It's close. Uh, close enough. You know? It took me a it's second a to register on don't you, man. Daddy Don't Fab? Ah, Daddy, Daddy Doofab. Do do you know? Daddy Doofab. <laughs> 
I'm sorry for butchering your name. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh, man, you should have asked me because I had every single one of those sensors in my toolbox. Oh wow! Body. But well, you didn't deal with us, so you know why would we yeah. ask you? I know, true. Also, it's not like I was there to hang out with you guys, Curtis. When wow. I got there, I was like, Curtis, where the other guys coming with us? And he basically said, Nah, fuck them. <laughs> I, that is exactly what I said to him. I was like, I want to try to get through some stuff with you and Nick, and I know that if we have those other guys, it's going to be that entire large group. Like it would have been toting around that entire group that we oh, had yeah. at the V Notch all day long. It, it was probably probably, happened with us, right? No. What happened oh, to you guys on Saturday? Um, not to go too far back into it, but like, uh, I had broken an axle shaft Friday night. So yeah, I knew that. I swapped the axle shaft. The big group left us. So it was Graham, Cody, Ryan, and myself, um, and Caitlin. I almost forgot her. Um, and it was like the three of us. So we went, we ran like, what was it? We did uh, snake bite, um, shoot the moon. The moon um, I fucked my shit snake up on bite. the. Yeah, snake that bite. What it... It yeah, was, like, it was, was a Camelback trip. was the one that we missed. Yeah, but uh, Graham broke a centering pin. Um, yeah, we had some fun. It was we covered a lot of that side of the park, and then he broke, so we couldn't keep going. Um, cause like he would be walking and the Jeep would just start walking one side to the other and then he would hit the brakes and it would go to the opposite way. It was, it was kind of hilarious mm -hmm. to watch. And then we didn't it take was... our, we took our sweet time getting back too, uh, cause our, our navigator decided to not know how to navigate. Uh, so we took every wrong turn possible. It was, it was a good time. I, I thought the problem was you weren't turning and just going straight. <laughs> you will know my, my front wheels did everything just fine the back just kind of followed along poorly uh i think was, uh, what he's talking about steer. yeah pretty yeah. much <laughs> crappy cheap rear steer um but i think what he's talking about is that when uh the map directions were not getting announced we just went straight Oh God, that, that is what I was talking about. That poor girl's lucky she's hot. I mean, God damn, she can't read a fucking map. Like, she literally had to be like, "No, you're you're done. You're done giving me directions." Because I like the first time I was like, "Okay, she just wants to pay attention to the map." And then the second time I was like, "Wait a minute, we did this before. You didn't have like the route planned out for us at this point." No, she's like map illiterate for sure. I don't we know have the, the dot moves on the map. You just need to trace. <laughs> it's like the little maze game where you're going back to the start or the end. <laughs> just find the shortest path. It's There's not even any trick paths. Just find the short one. <laughs> I'm literally behind you guys just screaming, go right, go right. And it's just, oh, they went straight. All right, we're just following them straight. <laughs> Oh, it was a fucking mess. Why weren't we leading? I, like, I knew where uh, we were going. We were following because the broken, or we didn't want to leave them in the dust if they broke. So we just kind of, you know, did the thing and followed along. That's fair enough. Fellas, it was good talking to you. I got to head out. I got to put the baby to bed. All, All right. righty, man. Thank you very much for having for coming on, man. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah.
Nice talking yeah. to you guys. You guys have a good night. Nice talking to you too. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. <laughs> now it's just Curtis. Time to bully Curtis. Yeah. Now, now we get to talk about Sunday though. Sunday Ooh. was with Sam and Tommy and Chris Payne. Um and a bunch of other very, very, very yeah, well built rigs. And what all did we run? What did we do? We did Devil's Den. We did Crucible. Um, upper and lower talisman. I'm trying to remember if we did anything else on. I think that was it that we ran on that side of the park. Maybe another trail. Devil's Den on the northeast portion is uh it's a lot of fun. I don't know. I like I think Graham and Luke would probably be fine, but I think that would probably be the ex and Miguel, obviously, and uh JB now with the buggy. But I think that would be the extent of the group that could probably go run Devil's Den. Really? Is it that pretty is it that gnarly of it a just, track? There, no, there's track. just there's Sorry. a lot of <laughs> large rocks that you are in precarious positions that Colin would break a 44 shaft on guarantee it. Um, I don't know what, who else was there? Brianna, Brianna. Yep. Brianna probably would not be able to get over a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Which it just, the capabilities of the rig, it, it's not built for rocks for stuff that big. And yeah, it, and then there's like some nice hill climbs in there or nice like rock faces to go up and stuff and like a rock garden. I wish Tommy had some videos of that or I could get a hold of the people that did get videos of it. Because someone took some videos from when we were back up in there and they had to be some pretty good videos. There's a lot of nice, a lot of really nice, uh, I want to call it like, Crawling riding, crawl trail riding. It's not very long, but it's all very technical. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's kind of like Otter's Way or whatever that is. <laughs> it's just Otter's, big dog. It's is just it? Otter's. Yeah, Jotter's okay. is the, the other one. <laughs> Jotter's Way is the okay. first trail we always say every time we go. <laughs> yeah, it... On, it's kind of like otters, but it's definitely not as long and a little bit more technical. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, Cody, you guys went on Crucible, right? Or did you guys know? Yeah, we left Sunday morning. Yeah. Okay. Luke was gone then. But, like, Crucible, Crucible was fun as hell. Graham, do you have anything? Like, I, there's, there's like, there's like two lines once you get into crucible you can stay on the left side of the trees or you can go on the right side and on the right side it's got some big ass rocks that you have to be absolutely fucking perfect about getting over oh, or you're gonna roll yeah, off they're it. just a mess too because they yeah. roll around and it's never the same like and i got to the i think a little before that first big boulder thing that it took you forever to kind of Austin Powers your way up. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> damn it, that was a perfect analogy. It literally was what you were doing. You are barely I know. moving each time, but we were just lining you up, just getting you... Did you end up using a tree? Yeah, I was, like, right up. I didn't go against the tree, but I was, like, right next to the tree. 
Yeah. On yeah, the one that would have been on the driver's side. Yeah, it's a goofy line to try to get around. And you didn't and do that second part, right? With the sketchy boulder that you have to be on the far right side of, which also is conveniently how you'd roll off into the abyss uh, of trees. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because the freaking spotter. What was it, Chris? Chris told me to just get out of there, and I was kind of done at that point anyways. Yeah. Did you do that big boulder? The, the one that you did? No, because... In front of it, there's another big ass boulder that you're supposed that that line actually. I didn't continued. do that part. No, I didn't even. Okay, do, I I skipped the part you went through too, just because, you know, I I. Oh yeah. With the, with the forties and whatnot, I could have done it, but it just would like fucked everything up. And we at this point we were, you know, nearing. And we're a long ways away from the trail. Yeah, too. it would have been an absolute mess if I had blown everything up in there, and nobody would have wanted to drag me out, and I didn't really feel like dragging it out. With uh, you know, all the impending problems that were slowly building on the thing, so I didn't really. Uh, he he, Chris was letting me do whatever I wanted, but he was like, "You should go this way," and I was like, "Yeah, I don't really want to do what Curtis just did, <laughs> except worse <laughs> because I have smaller tires and not uh, uh, less turning capability without full hydro and a million other things." Like, sounds like excuses. Oh, I mean, I could have done it. That's all we heard from Luke all weekend. Through the bus I go, and I'm just not even like I don't care enough to defend myself at this point. Yeah, are you, I know are you, you gonna be cool at good evening? No, I not. hope so. I'm not cool. Are you gonna try to be cool? What? Pretend to be cool. I mean, maybe some other time, but like maybe good this, evening is that time. If you're not gonna, gonna not be cool, cool at good evening, I'm riding with Graham the whole weekend. That's Whoa. fine. <laughs> that means that there's more room for the cooler. I I want to have my questionability of getting right. safely home in question. I said that uh, weird. You hop in yeah, the vehicle with Graham. That one. Yeah, but if you hop in the vehicle with Graham towing, you always have that option of not getting home. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, that's why I took an extra couple days off of work for the trip home. <laughs> make sure Graham doesn't use the green trailer. I love how this went from shitting on me to shitting on Graham's <laughs> luck. Perfect. I'm cool with this. Nobody's safe here. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah, we will not be using the green trailer. I don't know what trailer I'll be using. Um, but but we'll figure that out. Yeah, no, I, I, I specifically made sure that I'd have at least three days to get home. Three days? three days? Three days? <laughs> what are you planning on happening? Anything blow out. A hurricane? How many, blow- it- <laughs> How many trailers tires did they blow out of the way back from Harlan? Three. One on the way oh there. My God, All so four bad. of those fuckers. Absolutely <laughs> retarded. Yeah, that's yeah. that's insane. Just shit luck all around. So, Curtis, while we have you, and we kind of slowed down on the whole Roush talk, what's your plan for the rig? You fucked your shit up, man. What's the plan? God, everybody's shitting on me for this, but I just bought 300 foot of DOM tubing. So oh, You're starting over with the cage, or are you adding? Uh, I, I'm going to fix... a I'm lot gonna, of feet. I am going to... Cut it out, fix it, but 
Um, and then start building a tube chassis because oh, as much geez. as everyone wants to shit on me for this, we'll where, where I would chassis too. That's fine. But like, I, <laughs> the way that it's, everything has progressed from when I started wheeling that thing on tons, when I wheeled with you guys the first time at Roush to what I'm doing now, it's like night and day difference. And I don't see that Cherokee lasting more than probably another two years. I mean, the unibody's ripping apart. I can fix it. I can patch it back together for now. But how much longer is that going to last before that's to the point where it's not worth patching anymore? You True. know, that and, right there, though, is why I'm talking about cutting the nose off. Like, exactly what you're talking about is how long does a patch last on a Cherokee? Yeah, and it's like, okay, yeah, I'll patch it up. I'll keep it running. But in the meantime, I'm going to start building a tube chassis. And at some point, when that tube chassis gets to a certain point, I have to take everything from underneath that Cherokee, basically the transfer case, axles, shocks, probably seats out of it, and shove that all into the tube chassis. Now, are you going to cannibalize the Cherokee for the buggy? Yes. and I'll probably, I think you'd be will, better off just buying all new for the buggy and selling the Cherokee, assuming it lasts when the buggy's done, in my um, opinion. Then he has to fix it, though. That's the problem. Listen, the thing about the Cherokee is, is what I will probably do is find some, like a Dana 30 or something like that and go buy like a tractor ram because I'll leave the orbital and stuff in there and I'll set like a Dana 30 and an eight and a quarter, like literally weld them to it underneath enough that I can steer and move it around and put it in my carport until a later date when I want to build it again. If you're taking you know it apart, I mean? why are you going to build it again? At some point, let's say 10, 15 years down the road, if I have kids, I would like to do that with a kid. That'd be cool. I could get behind yeah. that. That's cool. And hold, hold on to it because it was the first one that I built myself. Hold on to it and make it something that I could do with them. Like building a, not completely starting from scratch, but letting them almost start over with a good that's base. Really good that, bones to start with. Yeah, it has good bones to start with. Even but it doesn't. Really that's why you're not building it, though. So why are you going to subject your child to a piece of shit? <laughs> like, no hey, offense, kid, I'm curious. But here's like, a unibody. I already uh, destroyed the cage on it for you. <laughs> like, I get well, no, the sentimental the value. But... Okay, you're the a cage unibody. Yeah, I forgot. Fixed. You're fixing oh, okay. that. Gotcha. I'm fixing how, the cage. How are you going about that? Are you going to just cut and slug, or are you taking the halo off? Uh, Halo's not going to come off because there's no way in hell I'll ever be able to get that thing back on there at this point. It's got bolts. I've, I guarantee if I pop those bolts out, I will never be able to get you them don't have back windows. up. Go over to a tree and a, another tree and take your uh, um, ratchet straps and just, you know, frame machine that shit. Wait, <laughs> your Halo was bolted on? Yeah. I wish what? it was. No. It's, let's see, it's got tube clamps in the front, interlocking tube clamps in the front on the A's at the bottom. And then up at the top, it has feet welded on the inside and outside with four half-inch bolts in, what, four different locations? What? Yeah, and basically yeah. at each one of the pillars. Yeah. It's, it's a very common thing to do. Yep. Really? 
Yep. Usually yeah. people do it at the on the feet, but yeah, the halo is a common place to bolt on as well. Yeah, especially for Cherokee. So you can just you can take it off and you can get all your welding underneath and everything done correctly. It also makes it way easier to you don't have to like line up the halo with the uh, feet. Yeah, exactly. Because my you can put the halo on, on, and then line up the pillars to the plate yep. that you have on the roof after the fact, or vice well, versa. Yeah, and Richie, I know you've never seen my Jeep in person, but every single both of my both my B and my D pillars are not straight up and down. They like bend out and up into it. So there's no way I could have ever gotten them to align correctly using a straight piece of tube off the floor. Oh well, because I, of I, I knew that they're they were bent and everything, but I, I I just didn't know that it was bolt. I didn't know bolting cages was commonplace. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's not super common, but yeah, you can, they. It's I mean, if you have a top. roof, I feel like it's a very common thing to do if you have a roof. Does that make sense? Like, if there's actually a I roof on it, my roof. I know. On, some people do that, and there's nothing wrong with doing that either. It actually probably is stronger to have it with the single piece of tube rather than the feet. But the time that it would, or the speed and force that it would take to negate those bolts or make the single piece of tube stronger than having it bolted on, you're looking at probably a 70 mile an hour barrel roll. Yeah, it's uncommon. You really don't want to do in a Cherokee. Yeah, I was going to say, even with a cage that was a single piece of tube, I would not want to do that in a Cherokee. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing like the, the safety aspect. It's just all, all the cages that I've personally seen, with my own eyes, to the best of my knowledge, have all been full welded. Well, you got to remember, you guys are you're working with a lot of people that get the same ideas from each other, and my cage yeah. was done by somebody that took ideas from different people that you guys have. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Actually. I mean, it, it, it's two totally different philosophies. Like my cage builder, none of the cages that he's ever built has he put a C pillar in. I've been bitching at people he's going for to do now. skipping he's out going C pillars forever. And, yep. And he's I going to Luke now. for not putting one in. Yeah, because obviously. I like the way it looks. Doesn't matter how it looks, it's gonna crush it. It's like gonna look real ugly well. when you're yeah. When you're when it's a banana. <laughs> okay, guys, guys, this really should be talked about as well. No matter if I had a C pillar in there or not, I would be having to cut tube out and fix it. With as hard as that thing hit, nah. Yeah, yeah. It nah. would it would have fucking. Oh yeah, missed those D pillars. Yep, both agreeing. No surprise. I don't think so. I don't think it would have been as bad. Because it I really wasn't have been that hard of a roll. It really wasn't. It you was. Were... It was, though. I... The way that it landed on the apex of that rock is the reason that it crushed the way that it did. You had a single point, basically, on that rock. Because if you look at the rest of the cage around that, it's not the paint's not scuffed off of it like it is in that one spot where it's bent in. Well, it hit on the apex of a rock. If you, Even if I had a C-pillar in there, Yes, it would not have crushed in six inches, but I yeah. still been having to replace the. You would have had a spreader support. bar across the halo where that. No, but it, he's not been, wrong. That it's still, it's it would have fucked up the spreader bar too. It would have. It literally still would have fucked up the tube. And no, I would because have had to the spreader it. bar would have been exactly where the side load or force of impact would have happened. 
It yeah, was might have crushed Cody. the tube. You, you're not the tube. Yeah, okay, the both of you can say my name twice, but let me finish what the fuck I'm saying. Because no, why? Because because you guys keep trampling all over me. Goddamn. <laughs> Hold on. If you had a C pillar, yes, force downwards is what that would be supporting. But if you had, then you would have had a spreader bar going across your halo, most likely, not necessarily 100%. But if you had that, that would have stopped the force of impact coming in sideways like we had seen. Correct? It would have crumpled. Uh, it would not have bent like it did, I don't think. If it did yeah, bend, yeah, it would not have been as substantial, and you probably yeah. could have left it because it's yes. as long as none of the welds were cracked or the tube was sheared or anything like that now, I, I don't the, think you would you can change with, it for the looks but i don't think it yeah. would matter gotcha uh, the issue with the way that my cage was uh originally done we would have had to run an angled spreader from the b spreader to the c because otherwise it would have looked like a fucking checkerboard on top does that make sense? So yes. like my, yep. my the ones that run to my D run from the um from the B back to the D. So I would have had to run from the B down to the C and that would have taken that wouldn't have it wouldn't have been in the direction it wouldn't have had a spreader in the direction of impact which still would have caused it it probably would have broken the welds on it to be completely honest or torn the tube because it would have had a side load on that spreader, not or like an angled load. It's like the yep. idea of crossing your straps when you uh, tie a vehicle down. Uh-huh. Where, it, where, yeah, technically it's just as strong, but the load is going in a direction that it's not meant to go in. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. I'm following you. I'm good. I'm good. So it, it still would have crushed in. It probably yes. I would have had to replace that spreader specifically on that side and that chunk of tube still. My it's, take it, on it is a little bit different, but my bigger fear would have been that if there was a spreader there, right, the amount of force that went into that tube to taco the tube in which it did, if there was rigidity behind that tube, that's where you start getting into the territory of shock and shear loading something, where okay. you might end up actually cracking the tube itself. Uh, yeah, just from the amount of force that went into it, because That's... while the tube bent out of the way, if the tube was unable to have bent out of the way, something else would have moved. Something else would have moved, and if yeah, the rock, nowhere... the rock sure as fuck wasn't going to move. No, it's not going to move, but it's going to take the force. I don't know. I, I guess I understand to a certain degree, but without, like, it's all hearsay again. Like, let's just put yeah, that it's in all hearsay. Yeah. Not hearsay, uh, but like it's all. Unless we subjective. get somebody with a C pillar that lands in the exact same spot, we will never truthfully 100% know if it would have done or if. Graham, it... you're up. Yeah. Huh? What? You're up. No, that, Graham, Graham, you're up. Oh, yeah. I got to crash in that exact spot with your C pillar. Yep. Uh, <laughs> now, <me> coach. <laughs> to finish my thought process, though, right. So the reason that I say this, Cody, is that with metal, you eventually hit a point where when you are bending it back over itself past the material thickness, so we're talking about an eighth wall, if you start crushing it in on itself past that, at some point when you go past the complete radius, it has to crack because yeah, so, there is no I mean, stress relief. And I, I think 
Well, okay, we were talking. I was talking about this with Charlie. Had that piece of tube not been there, that rock would have gone all the way, basically, to straight to the middle of the jeep. Oh yeah, it would have looked like a, you know, yeah. the means yeah. of that car that's driving on the highway, like crushed. Yep, that would have been your jeep. <laughs> yeah, it literally would have been exactly what the jeep looked like. So that piece of tube did its job in the situations that I thought it would get put in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, even Ultra Ultra 4 guys, when they roll their rigs, they cut and slug shit all the time. Because they're, they're – I mean, a cage is not indestructible. That was a very – that was like the one situation in which that cage would have gotten fucked up. And it did. And it did. And Charlie even said that he that we probably Who's should Charlie? put uh, – Charlie is the guy that helped me build the cage. Gotcha. Charlie okay, Gears. sorry. Yeah, I Charlie to, Gears. I just had to kind of clarify because I didn't know exactly who that was. I assumed so, but I didn't really know. Yeah, the guy that helped me with, like, the design of the cage, did all the tube bending. I think he did some of the notching, and all, he didn't do any of the welding. All the welding was me. But it was, like – it was basically the whole cage was – Short of the B pillars, because he will never take credit for those, because the location of the B pillars is my fault. So that one's my fault, but everything else on there was his ideas. Does that make sense? What's wrong with your bees? Uh, the the location of them, they should have been further back, because originally I had planned on putting a rear seat in there. And if I put a rear seat in, we had to keep those B pillars tucked up as tight to the seats as possible. Well, when we put the V-pillars in, I wasn't planning on putting racing seats in there. And then after I got the 205 in, cutting the floor apart to do that, I realized the stock seats weren't going to fit anymore. And then I got the PRPs, and then we put the PRPs in there. And that's why I'm so uncomfortable is because I had to have that seat so far forward that my knees are basically in the dash. Like there was, oh, shit, what was it? Oh, it was on a... Uh, crucible coming off that last rock i think graham was the only one that didn't smash on it when i yeah, hit yeah, on yeah. that they're uh, all like dumbfounded by how i didn't smash the yeah shit well, out of my driver's everybody side. smashed the shit out of their uh driver's side on this rock coming out of crucible except for graham and <laughs> when i did that my knees actually and i was in my five point with the sub belt my knees actually hit the dash Oof. yeah that's so fun no, so yeah, it's, it's but like talking about but, those little details. It does make sense as to why you're considering something else. Yeah, it, it, it's like I'm not I'm not 100 percent like I'm comfortable driving the rig. Like I feel extremely comfortable inside, like confident. I'm just not physically comfortable in it. Understandable. Let's so it, it, it it's like, why would I continue wanting to patch something or to spend a bunch of money to fix something that i'm not comfortable in understood yeah i get that when but i could definitely why why not start over i know the like what do you mean i know there's well with like a, with the kid like why not have him start with a fresh build why is he getting your your poop scraps of an old xj money dude what it's if free. dude jk is start dude you can a jk would probably be 500 bucks then but it literally would be a free start with very good bones because we know the suspension works well. So every You're going to rob those for the, the buggy, I thought you were saying. I mean, the links, but the link mounts are going to stay in. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
I wouldn't cut link mounts or cross members out. Like that shit's useless on a buggy. Yeah, that's fair. So like it's got good bones in it. It would be a good way to get somebody started where basically all they have to do is build some axles for it. Mm-hmm. Build some axles and get a T case for it. And that's it. Are you gonna continue with the four liter fallacy or are you gonna find the oh, hell no. a cool motor? Hell no. Hell no. If I do anything, it would be a 4.7 with a supercharger. For a child? No. <laughs> what? Oh, so now you're building the rig for yourself after you no, already have the buggy? Uh, no, you're talking in about the buggy. Little... No, no, no. Oh, Give whoa, whoa, the child whoa, whoa. what he wants. Give the it's child the 4.7 can... supercharged. Say <laughs> <laughs> you selfish prick. <laughs> you don't need both. <laughs> no, I, I definitely, it either, because whatever it is, it has to have at least 300 wheel horse. That's my goal to have on there is to have 300 wheel horse. Did you guys know that one horsepower is like 114 duck power? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Weird fact of the day. So, like, how many ducks would that end up being? I mean, over like 3,000 ducks. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of ducks. That's a lot of quacks, dude. It's a whole quacking ton of them. But why 300? Why is that number so special? Uh, a lot of people say that. So what I don't want to do is I don't want to build a rock bouncer. That's not my goal here. I want something that I can go crawling with. But if I needed to, I could get on it and do some bouncing. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So like where, where my Jeep's at right now, it's great for uh, crawling. But there's times when having 300 wheel horse would be fucking tits makes sense i and usually 300 wheel horse isn't like a ridiculous amount that i'm going to be over or overpowering it too often to spin the tires like in double low does that make sense yeah i kind of get what you're saying it's kind of like under certain weight rating or weights i guess would be a good way to describe it under a certain weight there is enough horsepower there that you can get up and move when you need to but you're also not going to be in a position where you're going to just tear shit up with uh everything you know like uh it's not like you're talking about putting down 600 horsepower where stabbing the gas with everything bound up something is just going to randomly explode yeah exactly uh, where where if i put it into a situation like that it's just going to bog out. Yeah. My 300 wheel was... horse would probably have spun tire there or fucked up the torque converter. How much horse do you have? But... Do you, Jace, how much horsepower do you have? Jason's oh, welcome back, Jace. Yeah, he's back, but he's, oh, he's back. I didn't look before it's asking yeah, him a question. I, I was just cooking dinner now. I just oh, came perfect. back to listen to you guys. I think oh, my motor's like 400. Ooh. Like, well, he's probably you're close telling to me... wheel. You're telling me you're gonna have a fresh build and you're gonna still let Jace have more horsepower? Pussy shit. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you think Jace, do you think you have four hundred wheel? The hell no. No, oh. no. Oh. 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 Four hundred at the motor, it's probably freaking one ninety at the wheel. Wait, you got a what do you have in your I thought it was a four oh. He's got an LS. No, oh I have a, God. a two thousand two well, LS one. I I've been on a different fucking planet apparently. Yeah, yeah. Graham was hitting Collins Bond a little too hard. 
That's a rare uh, yeah. occurrence. No, yeah. I, I've never yeah, hit that thing. Been... I refuse to hit that thing because of what I watch it do to you fuckers. So, <laughs> uh, and I like already have no tolerance for that shit. And I watch, you know, potheads take hits and die. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm. Never yeah, you watch a guy that smokes weed so, every so single day. Sign your death certificate, Graham. It's fine. Yeah. No, I really just, die. I, you know, I'm, I go on these trips to have fun and be, you know. All right, all right. I, gotta, I gotta ask. Um, yeah. I gotta ask something on the podcast, Graham. I paid for that hotel room for the three of us. Why in the fuck did you sleep in the parking lot in a fucking hammock? Because you that both went to bed, funny. and there was no like. I didn't know what the uh, I didn't want to jump in on on the bed with you, and you'd be like, "What the fuck, man? I'm gonna wake up at four in the morning." And then you know, I don't know. I, Nick's a great guy, but I don't know Nick that well, and I didn't want to like jump in on that either. And I was like, uh, "That's a fair point." I, I'm I just gonna sleep in the hammock, and it was actually really not that bad. You know, you could have asked for an extra bed, right? They would have given it to you. Yeah, I could have asked for a freaking cot for that room because I literally left the fucking door to the room like... wide open all night long for Graham to get in. <laughs> I remember Graham coming in and hearing him say. Oh fuck this! I'm like half like lucidly sleeping. I'm like, what the fuck, Graham? Could have just woken me up or just crawled into bed. I wouldn't have said a thing. Well, no, he got lucky because he's the only one to make it out of that weekend without monkeypox. That's true. I I don't think I got the ooh ooh pox or whatever you want to call him. Oh yeah, you did. Ooh ooh, ah ah pox. Oh yeah, you did. Is that why I was puking? Oh, today early because of the monkeypox. Oh, Curtis was puking Saturday. Now I'm getting it. Then I got it Sunday. Oh, we were sharing it. Was it from all no, the No, I puked stuff? Friday night. Oh, that was Friday? Oh. Yeah, it was the first fucking day, of course. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, no, no, no to anybody. Don't drink all day. Drink all night. Eat nothing and no water while you're wheeling. It is an awful idea. Yep. See, I was going great all weekend because I bought a 24-pack of water and a 12-pack of water and proceeded to drink the entire thing while the 12-pack just disappeared somewhere. I'm not complaining, but, like, stay hydrated there, folks. It's good for your soul. Agreed. I don't know if it's good for my soul, but it's better for my my body health, if you will. Hey, I wasn't complaining about the fact that I was like dying. So that's fair. That's just that's fair. Of the course. Honestly, guys, I'm gonna say this was like one of the hardest trips I have ever taken on me, like physically. Really? Really? Wow. Yeah. Out of all, I don't, I don't even know what it was because I was 100 percent ready. I had my Jeep load down the trailer. I had like all oh, day Curtis. Wednesday to get to Josie's. You just hit 24. That's why you're getting fucking old, buddy. I'm 25, almost 26. Oh buddy. yeah, dude, you're halfway to debt. Like you're, you know, you're getting old. You know that happens. You're you're halfway old. To dead. Sorry, Jace. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like just like camping. When I saw, when I got into that freaking uh, shop, I was yeah. like, "Who the fuck did we camp?" And you know what really pisses me off about uh, this? He's getting sobbed. Got... They're all getting too. Yeah. No, it's true though. It is true. It's rough to go wheeling and like being out in the sun all fucking day, doing all of that physically all day, and then to sleep in a tent 
like one night or a hammock like one night's not bad but like dude there's something nice about spending a hundred dollars like guys we fucking work our asses off for what for money to sit in a bank account hell no spend that shit and be comfortable you know no i just don't spend it on on the froofy shit i spend it on uh not food either (laughs) 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 no 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 i would have bought food i didn't have time to buy food cody and then i had no ride to get food uh, other than my oh yeah blame me for your time management problems i am blaming you for my time management (laughs) problems guys you know what really pisses me off fucking charlie had paid for it because charlie was originally going to come uh he had paid for a hotel room for the whole weekend didn't say a fucking word about it to me. And so it just sat there empty all weekend at that hotel. Wow. Oh, oh no. They, they fucking booked that shit out. Uh, like, maybe if he paid for it and they didn't take, they didn't give the money back. Then there's a good chance that they didn't. Yeah. Nope. Like you couldn't get nope, the money because, back. Uh, the hotel doesn't have to refund you if you just don't show up. I mean, it's it's different if you call and cancel. Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, if you would have just said something, I would have just given you the hotel room for the weekend for like 100 bucks just so I could get some money back. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so so if he, if he had the reservation and he just straight up did not show up, they would have held the room for like the rest of that day and then fucking rebooked it. Cody, what room were you in? Uh, three something. Oh, you were up three top. nine. Yeah, we were like Penthouse actually kind of got. Well, we actually got kind of lucky because so mind you, this hotel was like maybe a step above a camper. Like it was pretty grimy. Luckily, there's no bed bugs and there's a hot shower. Like the AC definitely didn't fucking work in our room. I don't know about yours, but uh, that shit did not turn on the whole night. I even did the trick where you trick it into turning it off of like the um, you know energy saver where you actually keep the AC on wouldn't turn on. Hmm. Um, so well, we got lucky in the sense of like you could smoke in that hotel. I don't know if you guys noticed that there was you rooms could. that what? Yeah, there was smoker rooms. It's, it, dude, it's Pennsylvania. I'm not surprised. <laughs> But for Caitlin's sake, like for like an asthmatic person, like that's pretty bad because like even like old smoke can like affect them. And like we're walking through and I'm like smelling it and I'm like, oh God, just reeks like cigarettes and fucking weed. I'm like, dude, if we get stuck in a smoker room, we're screwed. Like I just spent 150 bucks on nothing. Like this sucks. On an ashtray. Yeah. With a bed. <laughs> so yeah, we got lucky with that. <laughs> Yeah, and I ended up getting a hotel room for the last night because I'm like, you know what? I can literally smell myself right now. I do not want to sit in a truck for 12 hours smelling myself on the ride home. So I had to get a hotel and go take a shower. Yeah, I I don't blame you. I think next year we're going to get a hotel for the 100 bucks a night or whatever it is. Dude, you can't beat that. Like, yeah, it's going to add two expenses to it or... I guess if we change it to fucking whatever the mountain ridge dick course in Virginia that Luke wants to go to, I guess we'll change dick that. course. I don't uh, know. Good the evening name. ranch. Oh uh, yeah. The happy ending Sunday, I guess we can call it. Um, my only thought on that is going back to what was discussed earlier about it being nice to like camp or not camp, but have some place to go back to having that cabin at AOP was awesome. Nah, the camper uh, was better, for sure. The camper, the camper probably definitely was. was better. Somebody just needs to buy a fucking camper. No, uh-uh, I have to drive it. Well, okay, so 
maybe it's because it was a fucking rental vehicle is why i kind of felt like driving a sailboat like if you got a new one or whatever you maintained it maybe the steering would be better on these new ones yeah somebody just has to buy one but dude that thing sucked to drive i would next time i'd fly down and then rent one down there ain't no way i'm driving one again for 20 hours fuck that <laughs> that sucked i would have i would have much rather drove a two place down than had to deal with that shit you know, but going back to it, though, like a reasonable alternative is if you drive a two place down and they have the cabins at AOP, that right there is still better than sleeping in a tent because at least you have air conditioning and the bed wasn't terrible at all. Like okay. it was pretty comfortable. And it was um, kind of cheap, too, wasn't it? Wasn't it like 80 bucks or whatever? bucks a night split. Oh, yeah. Days. Dude, that's not bad at all. That's Harlan's another classic case of this. Where when we went to Harlan, how much was it, Curtis? Because you were the one that like seventy-five bucks a night. Well, we could also next year if we really want, we can just split the Airbnb. That's like a hundred and something that sleeps. I think it sleeps like twenty-five people. We talked about that multiple years, and we've just never done it. We just need to. uh plan ourselves better if we want oh to interesting that. we need to plan yeah interesting it's like somebody tried and everybody ignored him oh Dude, yeah. we have yeah, i tried to show up with money and like coordinate buying food and everything no nah, you were yeah, good because yeah. you and i coordinated i coordinated with you because you and i talked everyone else um, just basically told me to go uh, fuck myself there's, there's a beat not babied meme that perfectly describes this describes the situation i was in uh like literally <laughs> yeah, to a I, fucking I, tea you mean yeah <laughs> The situation's yeah. a bit fucked, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, try. We try. We, You know what we need? We need more females. I think that's our problem. It's just a bunch of retards trying to set plans. <laughs> and it's all guys who run by the seat of their pants. Like, it just doesn't work. Well, yeah. like, the plans are already set for good evening, though. You know? Yeah, Tony... we didn't do too bad on that one somehow. I don't know how the fuck we... It's always well, Roush. For whatever reason, we, we underestimate Roush. But our other trips, we don't underestimate. Like I was going to say, Harlan was not underestimated. No, yeah, Harlan was good. AOP, we were all fairly well prepared. Yeah, uh, I agree to that. Uh, I mean, and this good evening one, I mean, to be seen, but it seems like we're going into it semi-prepared. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know when or where I'm supposed to meet up with my ride for good evening. Well, they see that it all depends. You got to just sit there and look pretty while I I'll scoot over the school bus and pick you up for school. And you <laughs> you'll come um, back later. But, you know, and the thing that resonates with me is just the cost factor because Roush is awesome. God but, damn it, it's so expensive. I think I spent $300 just on wheeling. Yeah, that's my, or that's where, like, some of the issue arises for me. And, you know, to take Colin's point, yeah, it's a great park. It's well set up in the area. Well, and uh, it works well for the Web Wheelers Ball when we have so many people that have such a different wide variety of rigs now. Like, yep. I was able to run with three different uh, people or with three different groups of people, and I had a great time with all three groups of people. Yeah, that is very true, and that's something that, you know, is a bit of a hard thing to balance. And then, uh, and then like, at the end of the day, we could all go back to camp, and then we could hang out like we did. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I think, you know, like, we're going to have to look at Good Evening. The reason I'm just saying that is, for the same cost of Wheeling Roush, 
it would be really cool to have a spot where we have a nice set of cabins with two and a half bathrooms uh, on the largest cabin. Uh, costs the same for wheeling for the day, but in addition, you get a cabin and there's a restaurant right on site. So if we wanted to go down there and like have a group, you know, meal or something, it's not that hard of a thing to put together compared to Chris telling Cody to tell everyone that they're going out he didn't know. and then disappearing. Bullshit. He didn't tell me anything. He told me he invited everybody. Not my fault. I don't take blame of that situation. <laughs> All right. Well, blame was supposed to go to. Uh, I'm splitting it fifty fifty as an outsider looking in. So, I do not accept. <laughs> That's fine. The blame is still there. You cannot accept it, but it's not going away. That's some bullshit. And guess what? I had a great dinner. So fuck you all. <laughs> fine. I ate pretty good. Um, you know, thankfully we had Sam there to help feed the hobo. Fucking uh, Sam. You mean you mean wish.com Dakota more? Uh, he's different. Wish.com Dakota more. <laughs> That's rude. That's he's so a great rude. guy. He is a great guy. I don't yeah, know I Dakota think Dakota is. Moore is a fucking wish.com of Sam. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't know. Sam thought it was pretty fucking funny when I called him wish.com Dakota more. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, so I, it's hard for me Stop. to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a pic of Dakota Moore in uh <laughs> Is he a porn star? No. Oh, well, then that's... I, I, I don't accept that. And it's not he is, like, he's another off-roading guy that just reminds me, like, his... The way he acts, tell me this is not something Sam, you could see Sam doing. I'm going to dump it in Lonely Boys. All right. Oh, you know what? Oh, fuck. You could send it in the Roush food. Yeah, I'm, Yeah, because only Caitlin will question why I'm sending pictures of dudes. She'll like it. It's fine. Tell me this is not something Sam would do. I probably am already already going to agree that it's something that Sam would do. He's kind and that's of a... Dakota Moore. He's a that's... good dude, though. Oh, dude, Sam is good shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I can see that. Him. Yeah, that is that is like all Sam, and you know, you know it. <laughs> I wouldn't say Wish.com though. Maybe like Kroger, or like Whole no. Foods. See, it, it's, it's the whole it's the whole idea of like he's like a downgrade or whatever he thought it was the funniest shit ever <laughs> oh shit i mean Fuck, it's pretty for close i will agree that uh, well we made it two hours of total bullshit really yeah well that's normal no 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 we're at an hour and 45 i don't want to hear this two hour bullshit I don't know. I'm pretty good at math, and like that sounds like. Uh, well, I've got the number right in front of my fucking face, so. Uh, Fight me. Yeah. I was more I saying, like, you know, me. when you just round up that kind of shit, but hey, whatever. My bad. Still, to be fair, most of us have been here for over two hours. Yeah, Thank Graham. You, Richie. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. if you were fucking late all the time. Um, Something that we don't get to talk about much on the podcast. But yeah, Graham's late every fucking episode lately. <laughs> I'm late to literally fucking everything. Have you not noticed? <laughs> oh, hold on. Cody, it's not lately. It's for the entire duration. No, 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 no. no. That's not fair <laughs> to say. I think he's been pretty good on time most of the time. I say late. most of the time, it's usually Cody and Graham that are in here first. Yeah, originally, no, no, no. I'd say. Originally. No is always here early, except for a couple rare occasions where he's not. I 
I, I have a thing about punctuality. It um it it's what gets my rocks off is being punctual. Oh, well, I that's mean, weird. Least, that's pretty easy, at least. I mean, can't, you're never gonna have ED problems, at least. <laughs> and if yeah. you are, then it's really gonna fuck you up because then you're gonna be late for getting a boner and you're gonna get all pissed <laughs> off. That would destroy me so much. <laughs> the only thing I do have to give uh, credit to Graham on is he's at least going to be late to his own funeral. Yes, yes, he will. That'll so, uh, cool. But don't worry, <laughs> Richie will be there with the heart hard right on time. <laughs> so at least you ain't gotta worry about that. Oh, good. He'll <laughs> be ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back to what Curtis was saying, I I kind of agree. Like I didn't even wheel that much, and even I was pretty like physically fucked up from this past weekend. Like uh, maybe yeah. we're just turning into little bitches, but yeah, I was pretty fucked it, up. It just. It... I don't know. Like normally I'm rushing around like Graham last second, getting everything ready. I didn't do that this time. I was mosey moseying around getting my trailer ready and everything like that. I just, I, I feel like everything with the little bit of trailer issues that I had on the way there, where I kept having to take the fucking bearing or loosen the spindle knots on the trailer. Cause I had over tightened them, I guess. <laughs> And try to get everything to cool down. And then I had some other issues with all right, the brake controller issue on the way down there that my fucking trailer brakes locked up doing 70 miles an hour down the freeway. That's not fucking fun, by the way. That sounds terrible, to be honest. Oh, it was. It was terrible. And then the flat spots on the tires felt great for the rest of the trip. Well, maybe if you wheeled more than once a year, like you wouldn't have that problem. But I guess I don't I can't say much because I think I only wheeled I once as well. So Where's your ring? Where was your ring? Hey, yeah, that's hey, I Shut had up. I had issues. All right, you you go fuck yourself. Yeah, you go blame Amazon for your issues. That's cool. <laughs> it's more than that. <laughs> I know, um, but I don't know. It yeah, it sucked. And then on the way home, it was honestly the way home this year was the best trip home I've ever had. I did not hit any traffic whatsoever. I think I slowed down below seventy miles an hour like twice when I was on the freeway. And it was getting into Michigan where it drops from four lanes down to two. But I don't think I ever dropped below like 55. Wow. Yeah. I was honestly extremely impressed and really glad that I left when I did. After seeing the traffic that Josie got stuck in, I'm really glad I left early. Oh, did yeah. she stay because she, she stayed was... till like uh, a little before we left? It was probably. 9.30, maybe? I'm not know. too surprised, though, to be fair, because they don't get to see each other all that often. So, like, no. I'm not too surprised that she stayed that late, but goddamn, that sucks. Well, I mean, that fucking sucks. everybody in our group wanted to leave by, like, 8. I knew that wasn't going to happen, but I was attached to the trailer, so I was just going to go for a ride regardless of whether I woke up or not. Um, uh, Obviously, I woke up first because I woke up with the sun. Uh, oh no! Like you woke up with uh, stupid ass loud Duramax leaving at four in the morning. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he, he texted me. He's like, "Bye, Curtis." Yeah. I'm like, "Where the fuck are you?" <laughs> and he just sent me a picture from him, and I'm like, "What the fuck, Grant? Did you even see me when you went by? No, I was. I did not. I was kind of tucked away, real nice. I did not it see you at all. I had no clue. It that was you actually kind of sketchy. Sorry to bring it back to me sitting in the hammock in the 
hotel parking lot, but, like, there were some dudes who were looking at the Jeeps, and they, like, were walking towards me, and I was like, are they gonna see me, or did they not see me? I had my phone out, like, I was legit just sitting in the hammock on my phone, and they were, like, wandering around looking at the Jeeps, and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and then they left, but I was going to probably Hard are dog you Probably. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's probably the, um, I don't know how you react to somebody sitting in a hammock in a parking lot as you're looking at you ask if they're not dead to. that's what you do i had wait, my wait. phone open like someone's sitting, in park, someone's sitting in a hammock in a parking lot of a hotel right yes that would be me <laughs> yeah so yeah that was that was a beautiful night uh i mean it was Honestly, probably more did you get rain sleeping no it didn't even it rain so when I left, there was tons it of rain. It rained a tiny I bit. Got, I got about 20 minutes away, and it downpoured on me for quite some time. Yeah, we had intermittent rain the whole entire trip back, which would mean not the end of the world, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just had really bad rain right away, and by the time the sun came up, it was all gone. Well, that's quite I mean, nice. Yeah, like I said, this is the best trip back I've ever had from Roush. Every other year, I've just gotten stuck in so much fucking traffic. Well, I'm happy you didn't have to deal with that. Yeah, same. I probably would have I would have fucking road raged. And then, uh, uh, the, the Red Duramax got, was having issues running. I don't know if what the issue... I still don't know what exactly what was causing it. They're thinking it was injectors. I don't know if they fixed it or not yet. Oh, boy. Uh, but, like, right as we hit, uh, 84 to 90 traffic um where that all that intersection happens and there's traffic beforehand and then there's traffic on 90 uh the thing just wouldn't run unless you had like your foot on the gas so it was who who uh, or miguel's dad the red dermax green trailer trailer. oh yeah green fucking trailer um he installed the thing and it wouldn't turn back on or it wouldn't start back up in the middle of the center lane on 84 in traffic. <laughs> and traffic was moving oh, away. Jesus. It was bad. So that everybody else pulled over. Me and me and Colin were behind him. We didn't really know what was happening other than he wasn't moving. Uh, I see everybody else pull over and then people started to get out and running towards him because the highway is like kind of blocked off. And Colin's freaking out because of his whole truck situation. You know, we can't get uh, have a have police pull up on us because he's not supposed to be driving this stupid thing. Uh, and um, so he was freaking out. I was like, okay, well, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm going to get out and see what's going on. Uh, and it was just a giant shit show. But then they got it running and it just didn't. He put the, in his words, he set the cruise control to 60 and just held the brake so he couldn't go 60. Oh, God. It's fucking hilarious. I don't even know how that works. I've never tried that. I don't care to try it, but uh, it works. Usually when you hit the brakes, it shuts the cruise control off. So something's really fucked up that it just oh, got yeah. something else. I'm not sure. Huh. That's what he's I'd probably drop it in neutral no, to get the would, They were trying to not do that to like not just neutral drop the thing all the way home. Uh I think he was I don't know. I guess cruise control would have made sense. When you're not um, in traffic, but he must have just been holding the brake and holding the gas in traffic. 
I mean, it seemed to be working for him because we all like pulled over in uh at the the Charleston rest stop, I think. And he just kept on going. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we'll see him at home. Uh, but yeah, that was our only drama for the way back. Other than, like, rain. Honestly, that's not that bad of an issue, to be honest with you. Out of all the bullshit that you guys have dealt with on your travels to... Oh, at least it would run. You gave it a snort of the uh, starting fluid, and it would it would run. And then it was fine. Just wouldn't. <laughs> Idle. Isn't it terrible for a diesel to use starting fluid? It's, it's really yeah, bad yeah. for it. If you're cranking it and you spray it in there, it's not that bad. It's only if you get it, from what I understand, to spray it in before you are cranking, then it all just goes into one cylinder and like does some weird shit. Oh. Okay. I don't think it's good for any engine, though, if you use it like that. I think you're supposed to be cranking it before you run it. I thought it was just simply because it's a it's explosive where diesel isn't really explosive. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm clueless. That's a, count, that's a uh, engineer question. None of us are engineers. And County's a diesel engineer, so like that would work out. Or yeah, well, he works on diesel. Him. Yeah. Guys, if you run a diesel on ether, you'll melt pistons. Yeah, because it's like diesel isn't ran like that, right? Yeah, like, it's it, it burns really hot. Ether gotcha. burns really hot. So that's why it's good for starting a diesel when it's cold because it heats the cylinders up really quickly. So then obviously it's able to ignite the fuel when it compresses. Gotcha. Because that's what uh, diesels run on hot cylinder temps and compression. Okay. Okay. Now we're learning. I like this. Did you not wait, podcast? Did you never know that? No, I knew that. I just didn't know exactly why ether, like the whole specifics behind ether starting fluid, and why it did. I mean, basically, in layman's terms, it'll it it basically it starts the a lot of diesel or especially older ones. Once you get them going, you have to cut fuel to get them to stop. So if you can get it going running on ether, it's going to continue running, even if it's running like dog shit. Oh, diesels are weird engines. It's weird. And, and diesel fluid or diesel fluid, diesel fuel used to be cheaper than gas. And now today it's wicked expensive. Like I just saw a gas station today, three seventeen for gasoline, five dollars for 317? diesel. Three seventeen? Where the fuck are you living? Uh, yeah, where the fuck is Springfield five dollars for diesel? Springfield. I'm still uh, paying over five dollars a gallon. I I have really? to finish, but I, I do find five dollars a gallon every once in a while. Jesus, I didn't think it was anything too special. Next time I'll share. I forget exactly. It was somewhere. I think it was in Enfield, Connecticut, actually, is where mm. they had that. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I mean, I just paid $2.95 and diesel's hey. $4.60 down here. Hey, guys. My phone's yep. about to die, so I'm going to head out for the night. Alrighty, we're at one fifty nine oh two right now. All right, so we got to hit two hours. You got a I'll minute left. You want to hear about a mistake I made at work today? Yes. Yeah, so sure. I was I'm training the new guy and I have a 25 foot tape measure. I've never fully extended a tape measure before and did not realize that it breaks them. So I, I handed the guy. So I'm setting up um, I'm setting up five bike racks. That I have to get drilled into the ground. Nothing too crazy, but I just wanted to find the center of the uh, sidewalk that I was working on. 
Well, my dumbass hands the stupid end of the tape measure to the guy, to the new guy. I have the quote unquote smart end, you know, where the numbers actually come out. And I, he's just walking, walking, walking. All of a sudden, I look down, fucking tape measure's broken. Like, God damn it. So yeah, I broke my like $30 fucking tape measure that I, I bought for myself that I was using at work because I'm a retard. Yep. I, I've you, done that. Do you, do, you, do you not have a, uh, uh, you know, somebody who buys you tools for you. Oh, I buy myself right. tools. I buy myself tools. All right, guys, I'm out. I'll talk to you guys later. It's good talking Hi, Curtis. to you Thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, not a problem. See, talk to you guys later. Adios. Take it easy, buddy. But yeah, no, I can buy tools for myself at any point in time, anytime I go somewhere. But still, I like I, I had a shitty one to, that I was... I mean, I guess it's not uncommon for, like, I don't know, right? You don't expect a mechanic to be provided tools, but sometimes they you know specialty tools and stuff they do provide in some cases but uh, sure if, like your town job was like yeah here's your shovel oh here's yeah your tape measure here's well your they paint. don't buy our like, shovels but yeah like they yeah when we uh like they pay for our tools yes gotcha it's it's quite nice uh actually i think the only person that's paid for their own tools is the mechanics but like the mechanics like at at my work, definitely Which is get like kind of fucked. If you think, of, I mean, it isn't. Yeah, it's it's such an odd. That's an odd. Uh, job to be in. No, I agree, I was, especially because you're was... expected to have the tools too. Yeah. I mean, in my line of work, I have to buy a relatively high amount of tools, and they are not on the cheap side. So I guess it's just maybe like a. a trade thing yeah get fucked yep, yep that's what that is they don't care for you guys just like the mechanics yeah i mean like i have probably they make it real easy out. to buy them though the, you know, yeah the they bring the truck on wheels comes by <laughs> i see him out the fucking window at the body shop next door i'm like shit i like one of these days i'm gonna walk over there and be like i need this uh, yeah, just set up an account and make it nice and no, easy for no, yourself. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I, I cannot do. I mean, I, I love the Snap-on stuff. Don't get me wrong. The Snap-on stuff that I've used is amazing, but I cannot stomach the price of some of the things it's, that. It's nice for the specialty stuff, but the problem with Snap-on specialty stuff is it's expensive as shit. So it's kind of that rough. And they uh... all break the same, like. Uh... Yeah, I hate to say it, but there's nothing that special. I mean, other than the ratchets, I love their ratchets. Uh, there's just yeah, something about them. But the tooth engagement being like minuscule as fuck oh, is amazing. quite nice. That, but like that some things, like a pry bar is a pry bar. Your pry bar breaks. Your pry bar breaks. Your sockets, hey now you, uh, you used my snap on breaker bar as a pry bar and a hammer and it worked pretty damn good. <laughs> you told me to use it as a pry bar. I did. I did. I don't really care. I found it on the trash. I was free, oh, so perfect. I don't mind. Uh, I mean, I, I. <laughs> I uh, have broken multiple. No, no, no. Only one pry bar. Only one snap on pry bar. I was a little pissed about that. But, you know, they are wear items. Everything breaks. So why make your wear item an expensive one? Uh, like, you're prying on things. Like, it's literally designed to be used to make things move. And that, in turn, bends metal slowly and fatigues it. Uh, yeah. But there is a huge difference, though, Graham, between a snap-on pry and a Pittsburgh. A pry is bar there? is a pry bar, as long as it gets whatever I need pried off. Difference. 
I don't know. I can't say. They all feel the same when I'm smacking on them with a four-pound sledge. I cannot tell you the amount of Pittsburgh pry bars that I've I'm not saying you go with the bottom of the barrel. I'm just saying you don't need to buy an $80 pry bar (laughs) or whatever they cost. Probably more. Yeah, they're probably more if I had to get I don't buy them. My dad does. I just break them. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Same, Richie. Same, buddy. (laughs) Then I go, hey, dad. Sorry I broke this. And he goes, ah, it's fine. The snap on guy will take care of me. It's like, oh, cool. I'm not a piece of shit. Got it. Oh, that's right. They do. They do replace that shit, don't they? Huh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Well, supposedly Pittsburgh. isn't there supposed to be some like kind of good return on uh some tools at Harbor Freight? I mean, uh, sometimes it for for some reason I seem to have like hit or miss luck where they'll either accept the return or tell me to fuck off. Oh, that's nice. I have pretty good luck. I normally walk in and just, they're like, yeah, it's aisle four or whatever. You don't even have to, like, come back over here. Yeah, see, I never get that kind of luck. I've gotten that luck in Waterbury. And on on that note, I think we're good here as we've devolved into the Waterbury uh, Harbor Freight. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, let's see. Stall out your four liter. There's nothing bad that can happen when you put that much strain on your drivetrain with an auto. Everything's fine. It shuts off to let you know that it's just at the point where it's, it's tired. tired. Yeah. I think that we're all getting old and soft and enjoy hotel camping. Yeah, that's fucking lame. <laughs> just like this podcast. Yep. 